Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the My Hero Academia podcast. My name is Sophie. And my name's Kendra. This week we're going to be going through the new manga chapter, which is chapter 204. We also will be playing another episode of our new game. Ooh. And answering a fan email, email theory. But first, some news. This is My Hero Academia. Uh, My Hero Academia Volume 15 got number two spot in Bookscan's top 20 adult graphic novels for 2018. It it outperformed the new Batman and The Walking Dead. It came second only to Saga, a graphic novel series I very, very, very highly recommend. Uh, We also know that My Hero is going to be on the super stage at Jump Festa, which is kind of figured, but hopefully we'll get to see some cool drawings or get like teases of what's to come. And there's a new Vigilantes chapter out. And I think you were saying, wanted to say something about a cafe? Yeah, there's a um, cafe in Japan where they're doing a collaboration. The cafe is the, let's see how I pronounce this. <laughs> Collabo Cafe Honpo's Char Dree for themed drinks and limited edition goods. Drinks and merch will be available at the cafe and Osaka Ninambashi locations from November 17th to December 5th, so not very long, but if you can. Yeah, and I am planning a trip to Japan, so I'm going to keep my ear to the ground for stuff that's going to be going on while I'm there, but I'm going more in the spring. Oh, I'm so jealous. (laughs) It'll be fun, but expensive. Yeah, woo, onto the manga. This is my hero academia. So manga chapter number 205, entitled Detour. So we start off with Tetsu Tetsu, he's still, he's grabbing Shoto. And he's not going, it doesn't look like he's going in for a punch, but it looks like he's going to grab his face. Yeah. <laughs> like, burn, give him another burn on his face. Like, what? Well, and just a handprint, like um, the orcs. <laughs> the, the orcs with the face of Bronner. Or um, if anyone knows Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, I don't know. The heavy metal band. The uh-huh. Or I guess, like, if he grabbed him by his hair, it might, like, his, just, he would just burn his scalp. Oh, that's... Oh, imagine if he did just put it by the hair. That would hurt. Like, sis, like burning hair. And Shota's thinking, raise your body heat right up to the limit if neither cold nor heat phases him. And then he's thinking back to him um, talking with his dad before, saying, without control of your flames, going all out is dangerous. But you finally put aside your childish rebellion. You're ready to replace me, even surpass me. He's saying your power is your own. More, even hotter. I can get hotter. Ignite myself to become the person I want to be. As he stands there, covered in flames, with his fists all clenching. Mm-hmm. As Tetsu Tetsu looks like he's being pushed back by the heat. Yeah, or as I love like the shot of just Todoroki's eyes when he's so hot that it's causing like the mirage effect, like kind of that ripple thing you see in the heat. Yeah, so cool. And we. You can see that it's not just doing that like a right around him. It seems to be doing that from pretty far away because even in front of the cameras and even the cameras of the people that are watching because Black King says the heat fried the cameras so mm. they can't see what's going on with their fight. No one to tell and us what colour the flames are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this will be cool animated. Mm-hmm. Fire looks like it's coming out of his scar. Yeah, it's very cool. 
I guess because the skin is thinner there, heat will oh. permeate it easier than it will other skin. Oh, so true. That's fair. Or it's kind of like he associates that scar so much with his fire side that he like kind of subconsciously does it. Maybe. Oh, you <laughs> imagine if he does it just for cosmetic reasons one day, <laughs> like he never does with his flames. He just has just, an eye patch. It's just funny to me that like we're look like he's all dramatic in the fire, and then he just has this like five weenus. <laughs> Remember how the kids called him weenus man? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so like he just has his med kit things there, and it's like oh Todoroki, <laughs> such a nerd. It's like a little fanny pack. <laughs> Oh, that's a little first aid kit. Mm-hmm. Burn treatment stuff. Uh, we can see All Might. Oh, I forgot. All Might and Midnight. <laughs> oh, that's a rhyme. So All Might and Midnight are watching him. All Might saying Young Todoroki. Firepower on par of Endeavor. Which is surprising that already All Might's thinking that they're, he's got the same level of firepower as Endeavor. Mm-hmm. Terrifyingly impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tetsu, Tetsu, he's still taken aback. But he's thinking, heat, insane heat. I get it, Todoroki. I really do. Because I'm holding all that heat inside me too. I get how rough this is on you. There's no way you can keep this up. And if that's the case, and he goes, he just lunges at him, but Todoroki holds him back with his arm. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he says, an endurance battle? That's my speciality. And I know that he's not, but it looks like where he's grabbing Todoroki's arm it looks like he's trying to bite his hand <laughs> it does. just for his spiky teeth he's like, ah. before he was hair pulling and now he's biting <laughs> we did say this was the kinkiest team huh? we, we did yeah he's on my midnight's team really mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he's saying endurance battle that's my speciality go freaking beyond it's a big smack, and he knees him right in the stomach. Ooh. Mm, but Todoroki's not listening up, letting up. He says, listen up. This will end a whole lot worse than just a few burns for you. Guys, but then Te- I think this is Tetsu Tetsu replying, isn't he? He's saying, guys who aren't ready to die in training won't risk it all when it matters either. Limits are there to be broken. Yeah. I think so, like, with his eyebrows, if you ignore the teeth, he kind of looks like Endeavor. Whose eyebrows, sorry? Like his eyebrow, his his eyelashes look like flames. Do you know what? I think I've kind of burned Endeavor out of my mind. Good. Oh, I can't, I'm so annoyed they didn't say plus ultra. When you say freaking beyond, you gotta say plus ultra. It's in the rules. Um, Did you have something that you wanted to mention about Todoroki's arm holding him back? Okay, I was thinking about maybe leaving it to the end, but let's just do it here. Um, Caleb pointed out on Twitter, he's the official translator, you can follow him at CD Cubed, that this is kind of calling back to the cavalry battle. That he tries to hold Deku back with his fire, and it's his first time like using fire not directly on somebody, but just like trying to use it a little bit. So it's kind of calling back towards that, which is kind of cool, because this is kind of like a secondary challenge on his like willingness to use his fire or not. Cause we did see a bit more of that during the licensing exam. So it's kind of like the third time. Yeah. Ooh, I know the cameras are out. If not some of, if not all of them, but some of them, 
But I wonder if Izuku, if he can see this, if he'll write it down in his notes so next time he fights Todoroki, he can faint to go, like he does with Bakugo, he can faint to go and attack him on his right side, but then when he uses ah. his left arm to block, he can swing him around again. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Oh, but I, I have some Tetsu Tetsu science to talk about, but I'll save that for the end. <laughs> and now uh, I think it's me. Yes. And then Todoroki kind of like grimaces, smiles, and he's like, do you ever shut up? And it kind of looks like his hair is on fire. <laughs> oh, and also, previous. Yeah, previous thing. Tetsu Tetsu, again, he's trying, he's like, he, he, he's grabbing Todoroki's wristlet. So he's, again, he's trying to avoid burning him a little. And we get a big foom. And then we cut away to Pony and Shoji. And she's thinking to herself, the heat is reaching us all the way over here. Better hurry back to help. And she says, sorry, Tentacool, but I always trot right past the octopus tank at the aquarium. I can't stand the things. And he replies, I'm no stranger to being feared. Oh, and I, you can kind of see she's riding on the horns. <laughs> Which I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing that she's small, so she probably doesn't weigh much. Like, imagine yeah. her having to cart around someone else. Imagine her carrying around Shoji's weight. I don't think she could do that. No. It makes me think of, like, she's like a roller derby girl. Yeah. So, that will be funny. And she says, so it's time to end this. I'm going to lock you up. And then she has to do, like, the finger thing to control her stuff. So it just looks very funny to me. And she says, Thunderhorn. And uh, Shoji said, I don't expect any less from you. Octo blow. And he does gum gum gatling. <laughs> but literally with that amount of fists. Oh, he's got so many. So How many. is he going to get rid of those after? Can he re- can he retract them? I think, yeah, I think so. Not retract them. I mean, he doesn't have to like cut them off each time. That would be traumatic. Oh, I think he just oh. reabsorbs them. Yeah. His quirk is so, like, his quirk is that he can create his own body parts. He's kind of Robin if Robin was just limited to making them on herself. Right? Yeah. I, I wonder, wonder if this, I wonder if um, Horikoshi, except if he did SBSs, how many rude questions he'd get about this. <laughs> no, I, no, I have, like, legit read fan, fan fiction about that. Have you? It was mostly by accident. Sure. Sure it was. <laughs> anyway. This is a safe place, don't worry. Uh, um, okay, wait, yes, it's still me, sorry. And then he's punching away at it, and he, and he goes, or I can't tell who's saying this, got you! And there's a shot coming from behind, so that's Pony saying it, but... Before that can happen, he grabs it because he can just generate stuff behind. Thanks for the assist and tornado tail dance. Ojiro comes to the rescue, Mr. Ordinary. That's I thought it was both of them saying it because they both thought they got each other. Oh, true. And she, you get someone saying, you're not much of a threat if you can't shoot your horns. Because he's literally just holding onto her horns like that's his, and like wrapping around her. And she says, oh, and she says in English, oh, the way you got me, so damn darn ordinary. And, uh, yeah, Oji, no, Ojiro's tail guy. Shoji. I'm sorry. 
Meso Shoji. And so Shoji says, like, I'll tie her up and get her to jail. Todoroki needs your help, but they're getting sucked into gloop. And you can even see his damn scary helmet and goes, crap, it's Hanaluki. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta sing it. it. Makes him scarier. And now you do. And now we see Joseph Hanaluki <laughs> as he comes up. In It is in a spooky way. And we just see his hand. <laughs> ahead of him just clawing him up saying i'll be taking back to Tsunotori. to Tsunotori? yeah i'll be taking back to Tsunotori in the back now mm-hmm. i still said that wrong I'll be, taking, I'll be taking Tsunotori back now we're actually friends you know <laughs> that's quite a sassy answer um but then we just we skip right through this fight and we go back to Todoroki and Tetsu Tetsu and everything is just aflame mm-hmm. and Tetsu Tetsu's going him saying what's the matter Todoroki slowing down yowch mm-hmm. <laughs> before, Te- before Todoroki says you're not as quick as before either but he's thinking to himself I'm getting dizzy and my body's not listening to me I have to disengage for a bit and cool off while he's thinking this and he's he's trying to look after himself with the heat he's just getting punched repeatedly by tetsu tetsu mm-hmm. i mean imagine getting i'm surprised his arm can take it i know he's probably his steel is probably a bit squishy now from the heat but imagine mm-hmm. being punched by steel yeah that would hurt mm-hmm. a lot see he can take a punch but he can't seem to throw one <laughs> We'll see how your what your Tetsu Tetsu science is after, but I'm guessing yes. that he's probably pretty melty now, so he's not going to be like hard like iron. Or it's, just it's actually squishy. Or it's kind of, kind of. Okay, but um, no, Todoroki's going in for one big punch, hmm. his first punch, I think. <laughs> yes. But then no, Josuhan Inuke swims behind him. Hmm. It looks like he's swimming. I wonder what his stroke of choice is. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, I can't have you melting our Tetsu Tetsu. Is our pronoun, because the choice of melting our Tetsu Tetsu is adorable. Yes, I think it's, it's just not... kind of like, again, that he's like friends with the people in his class. So it's like, yeah, it's not, it's not just you can't te- you can't melt Tetsu Tetsu. It's like, he's my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my friend. Mm. Um, and has as he does this, his melting powers cause some some of the um, arena to fall right on the back of Todoroki's head. Ooh. The big wham pushing him down. And Tetsu Tetsu's really he looks like really surprised. He's saying, Honinuke? Hmm. Heat's oh no, this is back to they go switch back and forth so quickly. <laughs> that crap was so show. weird. It sounded like someone else was saying it. <laughs> I changed. We go back to Shota saying, crap, heat's gone, losing consciousness. But at this point is when Hononuki says, now, harden. Mm-hmm. The worst Pokemon move. <laughs> you turn it into a weapon, though. Yeah. <laughs> but we go on to the next page, and we just, from the back, we see something's coming forward with a big flash, breaking apart Jozu Hononuki's mask. <laughs> and who is it? It's Ida. Yay. And he's running forwards, and I think that's his engine of his front leg that we can see yeah it's, it's kind in the of background like... yeah in the background he's running and he's kicking 
someone in the head. And then because he's going so quickly, he's running forwards mm-hmm. with Todoroki, but his, his foot is up in the air so we can see all the heat and the air coming out from his engine. It doesn't look like his hand, other arm, like he's running with one arm, but well, how's he holding on to Todoroki? With the other arm, maybe? But the other, he'd have to like move his arm backwards, like across his back, and it wouldn't reach him. Could he be attached to his hip? I don't know. But in a a later panel, he's carrying him. But before that, he's definitely not. So I don't know. Mystery. (laughs) But as he's running off, Josie, his eye makes him look like he's already unconscious. (laughs) But he's thinking to himself... You won't get it. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I makes it look like he's unconscious. Yeah. And he's just saying, this time, you won't get away from me, mud man. Mm-hmm. But he goes up and he's, oh, he might, maybe he was just landing next to Todoroki to pick him up. So wow. now he's stopped to actually pick Todoroki up. And he's saying, you're out cold, Todoroki. I'm sorry I'm late. But he's also saying, ow, hop. <laughs> As he picks him up. Oh, cute. <laughs> But Tetsu Tetsu is not happy with this. He's saying, you, wait, <laughs> no running away. <laughs> and Ida's thinking back to um, when he interrupted the, when he went after Stain and his brother's telling him, people who find a, a lot a lost child and then take him to a lost child centre, I've always thought those the sort of people who were the coolest. Mm-hmm. And so Ida says to himself, take this to heart, villains. The rescue takes top priority. So he's not fighting, he's saving his friends first. That's what mm-hmm. he's learned. And we see Todoroki's out cold. Jozu, he looks like he's out cold, but he's not. Mm-hmm. And he said to himself, damn it, I'm done for. From a single hit. Even though he claimed he couldn't handle that speed, I never should have put off dealing with Ida. Have we lost? Once I black out, my softening becomes undone. Unlike Yeozuro, I can't leave anything behind as a memento. No regrets. If we lose, we lose. Mm-hmm. And then we see him hold on to some of the um, part of the building next to him with whip. But what's he doing? He says, mm-hmm. but are my friends losing because of me? I won't let that happen. And Tetsu Tetsu's just kneeling on the ground. Still not aflame, but he is steaming. Very cool. And just like Momo is not a good reference for this because Momo did that and her team still lost. So. Yeah, but at least I, I guess he's he's referring to her in that when she was taken out and she was made unconscious, she could still leave something for other people. But he's and it helped, but not enough. Yeah. yeah. So I don't like sometimes help does good, but like if Momo hadn't have focused on helping her team and fought fought for herself, maybe she actually could have come and helped her team faster. So that's yeah. why like I really wish we could have gotten more of a like evaluation of Momo's fight. Because, like, someone calling out the fact that her, like, kind of self-sacrificial, like, helping her team stuff didn't help that much. Like, I loved it, but it's also, at least what he's doing here is kind of, like, more, like, direct help. Like, I, I don't know. I think Momo was right in what she did, and it definitely did help her team, but they did still lose. Sorry, Momo, I'm harsh. <laughs> and... He says, push it down, Tetsu, Tetsu, Tetsu. And Tetsu, Tetsu's just like, not even thinking. He's like, okay, I'm just going to chit punch whatever you tell me to punch. And down comes the pillar. And it goes, and poor Ida is down. 
And uh, Tetsu Tetsu's fainted, Mudman's fainted, Ida's trapped underneath the mud, to say, and or not mud, it's like hardened now. But he threw Todoroki away and it says, look at that. All the fighters are down for the count. So what will they do? Joseph, someone that knew they were fainting. That's a lot of melting. It's a lot of mudman ability he had, or softening, sorry. It's a lot of softening strength he had to bring that big thing down. Yeah, and they say, like, all the fighters are down, but we don't know what happened to Pony, Ojiro, or um, Shoji. Yeah. Did you want to talk about that first, or do you want to mention your... um... Tetsu oh. Tetsu Okay, my Tetsu Tetsu Science is the fact, like, I'm, me, it's not really science, but mainly, like, I'm just so disappointed that Todoroki, just, like, his solution was, oh, like, ice and fire don't work on you, so I'm just gonna do more fire, because there's, like, more creative stuff you could do, like, the fa- like there's, like, a heat warping thing, basically, where if metal gets really hot, it's hot, and you, like, cool it down too fast, it kind of warps a little. That, that happens with, like, pans and stuff. So I was thinking, like, if he'd sh- if he'd used ice instead of fire here, he could have like slowed Tetsu 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 down a little bit. Yeah. But like, I guess steel doesn't warp as much as other stuff. Like that's what I was go- I was like doing a lot of googling of like whether like cast iron things they usually don't warp or crack that much, but they still do. So like, I'm just kind of disappointed that like Tetsu like Todoroki's solution. It's just like, because he doesn't really know that much how to use his fire. He only really, like, since he avoided it for so long because his asshole of a father, he only really knows, like, go big. Like, all of his attacks because are always his big. his asshole is a father. He's an asshole of a father. <laughs> <laughs> I might have said his asshole. Or asshole father. I don't know. What I <laughs> when I edit it, I will look back. And <laughs> but, like, I guess, like, because the flames are cool, but at the same time, She's just doing the same thing. Like, oh, he got really hot. But that doesn't help. Like, it's not using his brain. It's just kind of, like, going hot. Like, there's other stuff you can do. Many 16-year-olds know about metal warping gate or whatever it was. But also just, like, he could create steam. Like, he could throw some ice at him, and that could be, like, how he could get away. Yeah, that's true. he's, He's 16, but, like... Are, is he, are they 14 or 15? 16. 15, 16. Uh, okay. But he just, like, he's very, like, limited in what he does. Like, I, like he doesn't really do that anything that super interesting with his power. And I just wish that he would, like... Mm. But I guess, like, he's been, like, limited for so long by, like, refusing to use his fire that he doesn't really know how to use it, to be honest. It might also be a little bit of an arrogance thing because it's such an overpowered quirk. Mm-hmm. If you're actually that much better than other people, you could probably you could probably just skirt along on it for quite a yeah. while. Like he doesn't and know how to fight. Like yeah. I think we we talked about before. Like Todoroki doesn't know how to throw a punch because all he does is do like he ices everything all the time. He does a huge mm-hmm. ice blast. But once someone can negate that, what do you do? Um, uh, do you have any feelings on the chapter? Sorry, I did my little mini rant. Pony's a bitch. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I came out with a harsh comment for dramatic effect, but I don't like her very much. Why? Well, she told Shoji that she can't stand octopuses, and he <laughs> looks 
similar to one. That's really mean. Oh, uh, I don't know. That's kind of mean. And then what else did she say to them? Oh, and then with our Ojiro, when she says, "Oh, you caught me," it's so ordinary. <laughs> She's just I don't know, a little bit, a little bit catty. <laughs> Not the behavior guess, like, you expect from a horse. Maybe she's blunter because, like, she doesn't have the, like, I feel like when she said the ordinary thing, she did say it in English, so there's a chance that he didn't understand what she was saying. But, yeah. but then, like, I guess maybe she, it's, like, harder to have a filter because she, like, the language translation, so she doesn't have, like, the subtlety in Japanese. Oh, no, because when you learn a foreign language, like I can speak some Greek, and when you learn a foreign language, you learn the most polite bits first, don't you? Oh, no, I learned the insults first. The slang and the other words. No, so when I she's saying, huh? I, I like learning the insults first, but that's just me. Uh, and then when she says to him, like her grasp on Japanese is a lot better because she even says, I always trot right past them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That might have just so been Caleb yeah, so throwing she's in a pointing pun. out, like, oh, I want to get away from you because you look like an animal I don't like. That's not a very nice mm-hmm. thing. The response is interesting. I, I am no like, stranger to being feared. Yeah, there's a backstory there. Like, we're going to get something. Like, why he covers up his face. I think before he's like, oh, it's just something I do. But, like, what does his face look like? How scary is he? Mm. Uh, I just find, like, I'm a lot more interested in the other characters in this fight than I was before. Like, I love Mudman. I actually, like, I find Pony interesting because she's actually getting to do stuff. Um, and, yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, How do you think this fight ended? Because I'm sure we'll see the flashback n- next week. Or maybe we won't. Maybe Ojiro was so boring and this is all he does that then they'll be like, ah. Uh, Ojiro, you're off, and then we get the flashback. No, I think it might be, like, Ojiro might be the only one still standing, because, like, we don't know if the mud guy just, like, mudded everybody to the ground, mm-hmm. and then, like, did anybody get away? Maybe he can use his, like, maybe his tail's actually secretly detachable, and he can, like, regrow one, so that's how he got out of the mud or something. That'd be interesting. Imagine if Vlad King found this fight so boring that he forgot he was going on. So he was like, everyone's knocked out. And then they're like, no way, there's still <laughs> people left. Yeah. Was that, like, oh, fine, let's uh, go back to them then. And, like, one thing I did kind of like is the way during the fight when uh, Todoroki kind of, like, he's hearing this kind of two, he's thinking back on the two extremes of his dad being like, oh, you've set aside your childish rebellion. And then we get, Deku saying your power is your own. So it's kind of like the two counterpoints of like the two opposing views mm-hmm. of what his power is. But like Todoroki's kind of in the middle because like he's still kind of thinking as his fire, like his endeavor, even though he's like, oh, I've changed. He's still thinking of Todoroki as an extension of himself. As that like your quirk is just for my like you got you have to think about your quirk in terms of me. And that's how you got to always define it. But like Deku's being like oh it's your own so it's kind of like this is the first time that maybe he's actually doing it he's becoming the person I want to be so it's like he's actually using his fire just for him and it's not that he's forgotten about Endeavor like the total like the Deku fight it's that like he's just being like I'm he's actually I don't know I think he's making progress here but at the same time I just wish that he could like use it a little differently or being like you know what dad can go like huge fire what if I do something smaller for more like extreme results or like I don't know 
You just want him to broaden his attack horizons. Yes, or like, I want him to be smarter in his fighting style, but I guess like, I'm reading too much Dr. Stone. <laughs> and also like, he doesn't have Google in front of him, so he can like Google, how what happened, what impacts iron? Because it seems like Tetsu Tetsu has been like preparing for this fight. Like he spent all that time in a furnace, like, and he didn't know he was going to fight Todoroki, but I think he was just preparing himself. But Todoroki's just been like, I'm strong, boom, 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 not like thinking about other ways. He, he hasn't had the chance to like get tricky yet, really. I wonder if Momo will see this and come up with some ideas and suggest them, maybe. Deku and Momo can pull him aside and be like, okay, you need to get smart. Got these, yeah, we got these notes. Yes, please reconsider. Uh, but who do you think is going to win? Um, I mean... It it looks like it's a draw, but I do kind of hope that Vlad King just forgot about the other three. <laughs> but then Joseph Honoluke must have taken he must have taken the other two out for him to then retreat and go over to Shoto. So that seems very unlikely. I just would find it entertaining. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Shoji could pull himself out of the mud because he could make hands outside of the mud. So, like, if he just has his head sticking out, he could, like, grow arms out of his head and, like, push up once uh, Mudman's unconscious. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I would, I, when I saw the draw, I was like, oh, we were, win- we were all thinking, who's going to win, who's going to lose? Yeah. None of us considered a draw. Yeah, there's no time limit, so it's just whoever wakes up first. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> they're just <laughs> sitting around waiting for someone to wake up. Exactly, like Tetsu Tetsu, or like Todoroki, who's going to get up first, or Mudman. I mean, they're not going to wait for them to wake up, because they'll need to check them for any injuries or anything as they have lost consciousness. Make sure Tetsu Tetsu isn't dead. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because, like, I think I've seen people talk online about how, like, to melt uh, steel or, or iron, I guess, you'd have to get, like, as hot as lava, basically. So, like, he might actually be fine. It's just, like, I don't, I don't know. It'll be, I'll be interested to see, like, the extent of the injury. Also, like, being willing to die during training isn't smart. I know, like, I think uh, Ida was saying earlier, like, oh, like, I don't care about interrupting a fight because, like, I got to treat this as realistic. And now that's the other side of it, like, treating it as too realistic. Yeah. Because, like, maybe they will be taken aside, like, you went too far. I'm surprised, like, if this had happened during the, like, take the Bakugo Deku fight in, like, the way I began at the start, they were, they almost stopped it there. Like, I'm surprised they didn't stop this fight. But then they almost stopped it, but they they didn't stop it. And that was also very dangerous. Yeah. I would say just as dangerous as what's going on here. Mm Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe it was, like, Vlad be thinking the same thing that All Might was. That like, oh, I need to do this for Tetsu Tetsu that I can't stop it. Mm. If Tetsu Tetsu needs to get stronger. Or he's thinking of it for Todoroki, that Todoroki nerds needs to learn something besides blasting fire. They're really leaning on Recovery Girl just <laughs> to help them out. Yeah, I want, like, an arc where Recovery Girl gets kidnapped or she just, like, gets sick or she just goes on strike. She can never retire. Imagine if yeah. that was your work. You could never retire because you'd just be panged with guilt all the time about the people you could be helping but aren't. Yeah, or just like all these little kids who keep like, I could be like helping people in hospitals, but instead I'm here making sure these dumb kids don't kill themselves in training. 
I think Horikoshi did say in his background information of her that on her time off, she goes and she travels around the country visiting hospitals to help where she can. Oh, that's good. But I guess, like, to be fair to her, like, people who are, like, very injured, she has to use their stamina so she could, like, kill someone. So she probably has to be, like, a little... Make sure that the... Like, somehow that the person's injured, but they still have a lot of stamina. Yeah, like, if someone was really far along in their condition... She, they and they wouldn't have the energy to help them, or if they're like electrolyte balance or the different blood forms are all out of whack, they she couldn't really help them there. But mm. I don't know, in a trauma center or something, she should be great. Yeah. Woo. Uh, how do you like this chapter overall? I would give it five bitchy horns out of five. Bitchy <laughs> pony horns. Um. I'm trying to think of a good thing. Um, I'll give it 450 degrees out of 500 degrees of heat that Todoroki's putting out. Because, like, it was a good chapter. And it was, like, really interesting. But part of me is just so annoyed that, like, the solution is just fire. Like, oh, just get hotter again. Like, I know that's kind of, like, the point. Like, oh, always, like, go beyond. But yeah. sometimes, like, you got to use your head in fights. And Todoroki doesn't. You know what, I'm going to go back and give it four out of five because I'm disappointed there's not more shoji. <laughs> or Oichiro, too. Like, he kind of just did, like, I guess it was smart of him to, like, grab the thing, but that's still not enough to make up for how people were, like, talking about how he is, like, so ordinary that he couldn't do anything about uh, Spinny Man. Where's Spinny Man? Did he get put into jail? Yeah, Ida took him away. So maybe they win. They have one person in jail. That's true yeah so they could have won like but then if they're all out, but then even if they've got one person in jail they're still all out of action whether mm-hmm. we're in jail or not and there's but no like there's no time limit though still so like i don't know if they do have to cancel it because everyone's hurt though like if they're not willing to wait that long because they need to like go to make sure todoroki and tetsu 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 don't die it could be that it ends by default and then they win because they have spinny man I've just noticed on page 168, Pony's tail looks more like a bunny tail than a horse tail. Uh, There's no length to it. It's just a little bit of fluff coming out of her, um, oh, what's it called? Butt. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to, what are the last few bones on the spine? <laughs> oh, they're out of my head. Mm-hmm. I guess like she has like long hair, so that's her mane. Yeah, she should have a longer tail. Mm. I am disappointed little bunny tail i mean she's even got the horseshoes yeah but no actual horsey tail unless that's just stuck on part of her costume maybe and like i went like and she has the stirrups too so like could like someone ride on her as she's like riding around on her boomerangs i'm sure plenty people could ride on her (laughs) (laughs) but like i like she has all this horse motif, but her quirk has nothing to do with being a horse. It's just Pony. Like, her parents named her Pony, and she decided to dedicate her entire life to being a horse. Yeah, but I, I do think, though, that people, especially women, all the women I know that love horses just love horses, and they will love nothing ever as much as they love their horse. She's a horse girl. They're just so dedicated to their horses, and no love compared to the love of their horse. Yeah. She's one of them. 
Maybe she changed her name. Like, she's like, moving to Japan, and I'm going to change my name to Pony, because that's what I love. <laughs> <laughs> Only ponies. That's what you love. You go, girl. You go, Pony. <laughs> I like that she's a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> it's nice that, like, all the girls are usually, like, super nice. And it's just like, yes, it's nice that, like, some of them are mean. It's refreshing. Uh, I don't like it. She can be mean to Minetta or someone, but not Shoji. <gasps> Please, that would be so nice if she just was like, you're weird. <laughs> And especially where he said, I'm no longer, when he said that he's used to people being scared of him, I just like, oh no, but you're so lovely. Aww. He's such a kind character and people are just scared of him all the time. And then she goes out with this bitchy comment. <laughs> Screw you, pony. Oh, she did say sorry. Oh, well, that makes it all right then. <laughs> no, it's still pretty mean. You know, like when someone says, I'm just being honest and I'm sorry. But and then they follow uh, up with something really bad. <laughs> whatever they say, that I'm just like, how about you just don't say anything? <laughs> or it's like, oh, you promise you'll be offended by what I say next, but I'm just like, no. Um, <laughs> sorry to any listeners out there, I might just be in an extra bitchy mood because I had a really horrible shift. But for <laughs> you, pony, it's okay. I don't know. I've, I'm, I'm being bitchy on the opposite side that I'm mad at Todoroki for being a teenager instead of being like super smart. I think of everything, man. I've read too much Dr. Stone. I blame that. If Dr. Stone, if Todoroki, sorry, if, uh, oh, what the fuck, what's his name? I forget now. What's the guy in Dr. Stone's name? Senku. If Senku had Todoroki's power or knew of him, he would be like, I'm going to use you to create the ultimate world of science. Yeah. <laughs> Let Senku be a superhero. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I guess he is. He's like Batman, but about the money. True. I still want Should my Batman. <laughs> I'm still I'm sure waiting. Get him. Yes. And Knuckle Duster doesn't count because he's weird. <laughs> and not in the main series. On to the game? Yep. This is my hero academia. What did we call it again? Because you named oh. it. Was it Traitor Science Complete Love or something? Or Traitor T oh, Traitor Ultimate Bond? Oh, I, I can find it. I think you called it something different in the tweet. Oh, did I? Yeah. What did I call it in the content? Traitor Team Ultimate Love. But I like Bonds. Oh, I thought of a I thought of a better one, but now I forget. Yeah, let's oh well, let's just keep going for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now on to traitor team ultimate love. Mm-hmm. So in the first round, we pick out two characters. Last week was two from one A, so I'm thinking maybe I'll go for two of the teachers. Ooh. And we'll discuss the potentials for them being the UA traitor. Mm-hmm. In the second round, we'll pick out two random characters from the entire series and talk about how they could ally together mm-hmm. in a fight to help each other out. And then in the third part, we'll take two, again, random characters and discuss any potential relationship they might in the fu- have in the future, whether mm-hmm. it be friend, mentor, romance, or just complete enemy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first teacher is... Oh, Gran Torino. Can we use Gran Torino? He, uh, he is a teacher, UA. kind of, or he used to be. He's not a UA teacher. No, but he is a mentor, and he was a UA teacher for a year. Yeah. He would have information on All Might. And All Might could be telling him stuff, and then he, like, 
accidentally leaks it out because he's like in his he's like I know he's like pretend he like pretends to be what would you call it like not lucid but maybe he did have a moment <laughs> when he like accidentally let something slip or he's like secretly evil all along and he's been like manipulating Deku he could have been tapping either of their phones he's oh had access to them both he could have been tapping their phones for information and locations oh true true the only thing is the USJ. I don't know how he could have been a traitor for USJ. Yeah, I guess like maybe it wouldn't be weird for him to show up at the school and then he could find out that Deku or sorry that All Might was gonna be there because he could just kind of stroll in and people are like oh he used to be a teacher here that's normal. Yeah, but then when I don't know if he would because when I didn't um, All Might say that he hadn't spoken to him for a little while when he when Izuku mentioned him. Mhm. Really fast, so he could he could sneak in without anybody seeing him. If he just like spurt, he like blasted in really fast and blasted out. Ooh, came in, got the timetable left. Yep. And in the picture I'm looking at, he's looking a bit shifty. <laughs> but like he's evil. Like he fought way too hard at Kamino. Like he was definitely, definitely on All Might's side. But maybe he's like trying to mitigate the damage or something. Like he doesn't want All Might to be in danger anymore, so he's just like, screw it, I'll work with the bad guys. But I don't know. And he's still fighting what we know about, isn't he? He's come out of retirement because we saw that he was going after um, the large, mysterious, rock-looking villain mm-hmm. who is in some way connected to All for One. Mm-hmm. But we still don't know what happened. Yep. Okay, and the next UA teacher is Power Loader. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed it's not my favourite Cementos, but... ah. I'm the choice chooser. We know very little about Power Loader. That's what I was thinking too. I guess like maybe he could be secretly putting like listening devices in everybody's suits. Yeah, that's true. Because they had them on at USJ. They had them. Did they have them at the training camp? Yes, they do. Yeah. So that's how they'd always know where they are. Tracking devices. Did they have them in the training camp? Sorry. No. I I don't think we saw them, did we? No, or maybe they maybe they didn't maybe they didn't have them during the like is it supposed to be a test of like the like a scary challenge or something? Yeah. But they might have had them when they were doing their like practicing how far they could push their skills because it makes sense to practice in your hero outfit. So yeah, maybe. But then from a economical point of view, does it make sense to practice in your out your hero outfit? Because if you damage it from your practice, it's a lot of money. Not really. They don't have to pay for it at school. But the school or someone would be paying for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd be happy if that's where my taxes were going. <laughs> we need to but, look uh, back. I don't. I, I don't know if. Oh, hmm. Okay, well, I'll, I'll look at the anime maybe later and just be like, okay, where are they in their hero that's ever? I don't think we know enough about him to say if he would be the traitor or not. Yeah, he just seems like he seems nice. Like, he puts up with Maeve's stuff, and he's kind of, like, pushes her back a little bit. Like, don't be so rude or whatever. And, like, telling her not to, like, live there. But, eh. It would be disappointing if it was him. Yeah, because, like, we don't know anything about him. We're not attached to him yet, really. Yeah. The excavation hero power loader. Mm-hmm. On to the next round. Woo. And the first character is, oh, we went from one support character to 
May Hatsume May. Yay! So May teaming up with. Oh, May is teaming up with all for one. <laughs> um, it would be interesting for her to find like equipment that worked with all the different quirks he has. Like that would be an interesting challenge for her, I think. Oh, what are they? Uh, imagine she's just taking on work at the side. But at home, <laughs> she's just she's taking on side work. And then they say, like, Patsume May, we followed this back to you. Have you been using school equipment? <laughs> like, yes, but I was just making them for my friends on the Internet. Yeah, she doesn't really seem to have, like, morals. She just makes stuff, like, if there's a problem that she's curious in, then she'll do it. Like, maybe she made his mask. Maybe. Like, she just did a bit of freelancing. Yeah, she didn't know who he was. He just gave us specifications. She's like, okay, I'll make this. What would their ultimate move be? Oh, it'd be something showy, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Grab attention smackdown. <laughs> <laughs> she she just uses him as advertising. Like, he does all this horrific stuff, and it's just her logo on the back. So their ultimate move is just, like, his normal stuff, and then she, like, pops out a bit, like, don't, if you want to counteract this, buy my stuff. She switches over to the villain side because they tell her that they, she doesn't have to wait to finish high school. They'll yeah. take her on the house. Well, she wants to show off her babies. What better way than to have the ultimate villain using them? And then give the good guys also it, and then your two babies fight. Uh, she's like a uh, a country that will not be named in World War in both of the World Wars, I think. Yeah. Just supplying armistice to both sides. Yeah. May for traitor. I know this was the te- the ultimate move team up thing, but what if May's the traitor? But she also like wasn't involved in USJ at all. Like she had come into the story until after that. Yeah. But she had she had been working on hero stuff already, maybe. So she could have put trackers in again. But then they, they she wouldn't have known about All Might being there. But she's a student, so she could have access to the schedule more easily. I don't think she had access to their um, outfits then because they. When they started school, all their, unif- their um, hero uniforms were already designed. And she hadn't started then because she's in the first year as well. Oh. She's teaming up with someone in 1A and onto the romance. That is a good mm-hmm. one to not have for the relationship bit. Oh, yes, thank God. Oh, this, this has come up with. Who is this chap? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's come up with Stain again. Mm-hmm. Did we get stain? Did we get stain last time? No, last time it was dragon and the girly, the ragdoll. Ah, we have stain and oh, <laughs> stain and Inasa, Inasa, <laughs> Irashi, aka whirlwind. <laughs> oh no, what? gale force. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I guess let's not do this for a relationship, obviously. But like, would he consider Inessa a hero? Would he be? Would he meet his criteria? I don't know. Inessa, is very passionate about not just heroism, but like the, the attitude behind heroism. But mm-hmm. also, he got pulled into the Todoroki vortex pretty easily during the um during the exam and just behaved inappropriately very quickly over something that was really a fairly minor slide against yeah, so you might like you might think 
he might think he has like passion, but that he doesn't have the like smarts for it. Like he doesn't have the like discern. Like he would always just he'd always just choose fight. He would never choose like save somebody. Like that was the problem Ida had when he was like blinded by revenge. I think that's the same thing that Inessa would struggle with. Yeah, he's like a sweet kid, and when he was like, oh, he still tried to become friends with Todoroki even after the first rejection, but then like the second time or whatever, kind of just. Really, because he's like, oh, we used to be friends after they raced, and then he's like, don't talk to me, basically. That's when it really hit him again. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know how that would turn into But also, like, the fact that he doesn't like Endeavor, and like, he doesn't, he realizes that Endeavor's not the right type of hero. But I don't know if Endeavor lines up with what Stain wants or not. And we'll kind of get into that in the email we got as well. Because uh. I actually kind of think Endeavor is Stain's kind of hero. Because he doesn't care about the press. He just wants to get strong and, like, save fight and, like, save people. And that's kind of what Stain was all about. He doesn't want people to be, like, money. Yeah. I don't think he'd like Inessa a huge amount. Mm-hmm. Because it's quite difficult to say why he wants to be a hero. I don't think he wants to be a hero. I mean, I think he wants to be a hero to save people, but mostly because he just... He looked up. It seems like he looked up to heroes and he idolized them maybe as more celebrities mm-hmm. than anything else because he thought they looked cool. Whereas Izuku looked up to All Might because of the people he saved. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Inasa. But speaking of Stain, let's move into the email segment. This is my hero we got an email from Luke Hollywood. Uh, and he says, what's up, Sophie, Kendra, and Ash? Sorry, Ash, the stain lover is not here. <laughs> uh, Luke here, back again to waste your time with another long-winded theory email. And it's a 100% Luke original. Um, it contains manga spoilers, so be warned. Uh, the Stanga discourse in, like, well, now it's a few weeks ago episode, got the cogs going in my head. If Stain were to somehow able to bust himself out of Tartarus or get freed, the hero killer would have a lot of catching up to do on his quest to cleanse society of false heroes. With All Might's retirement, the symbol of peace is absent to deter villainy and maintain order. So it's up to the rest of Japan's top up top heroes to fill his mighty shoes. So it's basically just wondering how would he rank or how would he would he consider the top ten heroes uh, true heroes or not? And he kind of breaks down each character. And first is Endeavor, because he is number one now. This one is tricky. Towards the end of the Stain arc, we see a little interaction between Stain and Endeavor, and Stain is openly hostile towards number two hero. We can presume Endeavor was on Stain's hit list on that stage. To make matters worse, having Endeavor take the false credit for his arrest probably made Endeavor even worse in Stain's eyes. However, recently Endeavor has shown an effort to try to be a better hero, such as assisting All Might during the all-for-one fight at Kamini Award, and most recently during his brutal battle with the high-end Nomu. We have seen Endeavor actively try to be a better hero in All Might's absence, but I don't think that would be enough. One of the weaknesses of Stain's heroic ideals is his inability to accept that bad people can change, or at least deserve the chance to change. For example, he didn't believe Ida is capable of becoming a better hero like his friends during their fight. For this reason, I think that Endeavor would still be high on Stain's hit list. Incidentally, if the news ever got out about how Endeavor abused his family, he would become a priority target. How do you feel about that? That was, sorry, a lot of talking. I don't think he'd like Endeavor. His his attitude's all wrong. 
He's but, just in it to be the strongest and be number one. He's not in it, again, to save people or help people. He's in it for selfish gains. But I think, like, the only thing Stain cares about is really just being a hero not for money and not for just revenge. And I guess, like, how would Stain feel about becoming strong just because of another person? Like, Endeavor's only want to be strong because he wants to be stronger than All Might. So, like, I almost feel like he might approve, but I, I don't really remember his interaction with Endeavor, like, they're interacting together in the fight or not. Like, no, I think um, they got there right at the end. But it, it's too much of a shallow motive to want to be a hero. There are other ways that you could just become the strongest in at something. But Stain's a, like, evaluation of people isn't that deep either. Like, his heroic ideals are basically heroes shouldn't want money and that's about it. And like, you should prioritize saving people. But like, I think Nezu did a really good breakdown of that when he's saying like, you pay cops, you should pay heroes too. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't, I get a feeling he wouldn't like Endeavor. I think he'd, he'd think that he's too, he's too shallow. He's in it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And next is Hawks, another tricky one. Hawks' goal to achieve a society where heroes can take it easy is not too far away from the goals of the symbol of peace, putting an end to crime so people can live happy lives. He also shows an awareness of the need for a leader figure like All Might in the Hero Society, even if he dismisses the billboard chart as unimportant, since he cares more about individual popularity. While that fact might make him a target, I think his drive and dedication to heroic duties would make him worthy and stay in that Stain's eyes. He lives. I don't think he does. Yeah. <laughs> Hawks definitely has the, like, gonna die vibes to him a lot. Yeah. But I don't think it'll be Stain who kills him. Because I guess, like, the problem is that Hawks puts up a very shallow front. Yes. And we don't know if Stain can really read that deeper into him. Like, for him, he might think of Hawks as, like, designed to be like the worst type of hero who seems just to care about his own personal popularity and not yeah if he does get out of Tartarus I'm pretty sure he'd probably he'd get out with something related to all for one and then all for one obviously being with the League of Villains I'm pretty sure he could easily fairly easily find out about Hawks's contact with Darby and not know that he's a, a double agent well, we think he's a double agent rather than a triple mm-hmm. agent. Yeah. And he he obviously wouldn't like that. Yeah, so like, yeah, Hawks. He also wouldn't like the government dealing, so then more yeah. people would be on his hit list. I don't know if he could really beat Hawks, though, because Hawks can, like, keep him away with his wings. Well, like, he has to be able to get close to make you bleed, but Hawks might be able to just, like, pin him with his feathers really quick. It's just a matter of who can be faster. I don't think he has a a chance against most of the number 10 heroes, to be honest, as he got taken out by three 15-year-olds in an alleyway. He was holding back, though. He was, like, because they were kids. Usually, like, he's killed other heroes before, but I guess it's always because he gets the jump on them. Like, the longer he has to fight, the, like, the lower his chances are because people might figure out his tick or, like, they might not have the right right blood type. So I guess we'd also, like, need to know the top ten's blood types to figure out how long we'd be out if Stain did get, like, a bit of their blood. Yeah. But we don't know what level of heroes that he's taken out were before, what type of heroes. Like, what if they were just rescue heroes? Not just rescue heroes, but, you know, their their domain is not fights. Yeah. 
And we have Best Genus, though he hasn't seen much action recently. I think Stain would let Best Genus live. He has strong ideals on what a hero should be, and he also did everything he could to try and stop All for One and Kamni Award, despite the great injury that caused him. I don't think he'd let. I don't, Stain's not going to let any of them live if he can, because he's yeah. already said that the only hero he agrees with is All Might. So it's just which one of these lists does he dislike the most? Best <laughs> Genus doesn't have a quirk, so I don't think Stain. Best Genus has a quirk. Take him out. Yeah, but he he has a quirk, but he's not in um sorry he's not in hero duty at the moment. He's not fight ready. Oh yeah, but I guess like also Best Genus is part of like the Best Genus contest constantly, so it might that's kind of like a popularity grab for him as well maybe that he's always doing that meaningless competition and he's a fashion designer so he's not even like truly dedicated to the hero cause. I could see Stain thinking that. Good knowledge, and I love that you brought up the best gene competition, Ken. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. Uh, and then we have Edshot. <laughs> uh, or do we want to talk about just best genus anymore, sorry? No, I just, sorry, I'm focusing on the competition. Because, <laughs> like, we don't know that much about best genus. Like, he does seem like a good guy. Like, I think he's a good hero, but Stain might just think, like, Stain again, super shallow. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ash, Stain is cool. I just don't like him that much sometimes <laughs> and Edshot I think he gets to live as well as he was there along with Endeavor to insist All Might during the final battle with All for One none of them get to live <laughs> I don't know much about Edshot Edshot yeah like we don't really know that much about him and he does like he doesn't seem to be like showboaty that much so he's cool he's a ninja but yeah, I don't know where Stain would fall on him. I think Stain might also kind of just be like, oh, he's just like being cool for the sake of being cool. He's just like, he's not like, he doesn't have the impact that All Might does. I think that might be why that he might consider him like lesser because yeah. he's just not as strong. He's not All Might take them all out. Yeah. And we get the best character in all of My Hero Academia, Mirko. And he thinks she would get a pass. She leapt in to assist Hawks and Endeavor in the aftermath of High End, and the fact that she doesn't believe heroes should team up with one another shows that she understands the personal responsibility behind carrying out heroic duties. Is that what it means, or does it just mean that she doesn't like working with a team? And she's yeah, like, it's kind of like she helped out Hawks and Endeavor, but then she doesn't like teams, so like which is it? Can you team up with people or can't you? Didn't she also say that team ups are for the week? Yeah, that's what that means. Like she understands that. Like I guess she's not really she's not really thinking of it because of personal responsibility. Yeah. But I guess it's all how Stain reads it. Like what does Stain think of what she's doing, not what she thinks? I think Birk. Like oh sorry, Stain might be thinking of her as again just being one of the just strong for the sake of strong ones that she doesn't really care about people. That she's just kind of like doing whatever she wants. So I don't know if he would like that. I, this is me. Like we again, we don't know that much about her. No. Yeah, I think she. I mean, they're all on the hit list. Exactly. <laughs> and then we get crust and just like question mark. Cool costume though. Well, I genuinely have no idea who that is. Oh, to no. Yes. Oh, Crust is the guy. Crust was crying, but he's just kind of like a stereotypical-looking hero dude. And Cr- like Crust also does kind of seem to take after All Might because I think that's what he was crying about. Oh, uh, 
crust yeah crust looks like an an old school marvel character yeah i don't know if he does have a cool outfit i mean he's very retro he could be Mm -hmm. from um oh the fantastic four he could be a cross between thing and mr fantastic yeah he's just like he sat on it retired and they didn't involve him in kamino because he wasn't strong enough or like was he too emotional or like what was um maybe he was out of town at the time oh true i, mean, I doubt they would have not included him because he wasn't strong enough they had a load of people there mm-hmm. he probably just wasn't unavailable was unavailable for another reason maybe it was yeah. his best friend's birthday and he took the wrong night off he seems like maybe Stain would like him because he seems to like very heartfelt. So Stain might like that, that he's not in it for popularity, that he's very much like he just wants to be a hero. So like Crust is the one that like maybe he'd live because Stain would be like, oh, whatever, <laughs> you're not a threat. Or, or he could think he's showboating. Oh, true. Damn you, Stain. Uh, and next on to Camwe Woods. He would definitely get a pass. Camwe is one of the most serious and dedicated heroes we've seen in MHA as shown by his rapid climbing up the billboard charts. He would all he always gives a hundred percent. No. Yeah, or why? <laughs> Just because no again, like he's not all night. Yeah, and also he's young. It's not just that that takes you up the billboard chart, it's also popularity. Mm-hmm. He's more popular because he's also, he's got that celebrity romance with um Mount Lady, so that could be pushing him up. He looks pretty cool. Yeah, that's the thing, is that, like, he seems just, like, more that he's a very popular figure, he's young, and, like, I think Stain would kind of push him away as just being, like, a novelty act or something. Yeah, and he seems like a good guy, but, I mean, he was in the group that he had all of the League of Villains, he had them all within his Wood crutches, and then he let them all go, so would Stain think he was capable enough to be a hero? And also, like, when he was fighting the baddie way back in the first episode, he's like, oh, you're the ultimate evil, because he, like, cr- he like jaywalked. Or something. It wasn't even jaywalking, it was something else, where he, like, caused a bit of disturbance during rush hour. <laughs> yes. And it's like, how would Stain feel about that? Like, what is evil? Like, how, if you crack down on everything, is that what All Might would do? I don't know. Sorry, Camwe Woods, but he's still, he's still too young. I feel like that Stain would, like, think of him as a child. Yeah. So maybe he would hold back, but he would live just because, like, he has potential or whatever. <laughs> and anything else that can we woods? No. Okay, no. And then we get Wash. This is the reason for the list. Wash is Stain's arch rival, so they were always dedicated, destined to clash. The fact that his popularity seems to come from commercials and not actual hero work probably doesn't help either. <laughs> See, I thought he was going to make a joke about Wash and Stain. That's the joke. Him cleaning him up. That's is the it? joke. Yeah, because he's Stain's arch rival. Uh, uh, it wasn't pointed out, obviously, enough to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, like, I'm actually curious about Wash because, like, he is just has his popularity from ads. But, like, but the thing is, though, is that that's not what the list actually is. The list is popularity and the amount of rescues and all that. So he has to actually be at least, like, decently strong. Yeah. So I want more. I want Wash. I want more Wash and more Thirteen because they're very cool, like not traditional looking heroes that we like don't even know what they look like. So more non-binary people. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get after Wash, we have everyone's favorite, the Dwarf Man, Yoroshi Yorimusha, number nine. 
aka Gimli from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes, I love his design. He's so cute. And he has like a cool like samurai outfit. And I think his comment just was for that was another cool costume. But let's see. Does he even talk? Uh, he does. I can't remember what he says. Uh, I'm looking at the oh, wiki. He says uh, top three aside, it's just luck and timing that determine the rest of the rankings. He's a he's a pretty cool older man. Yeah, uh, like I mean, anyone that looks like Gimli is up in my hmm. estimation. Yeah, so Stain might like him. Like Stain might be like, you seem normal. I, I don't know. Like we don't know enough about him. Like Stain might think he's solid, so maybe he's like, okay, you can get a pass. Yeah, I'm not passing any of them. <laughs> but he's wearing armor, so he's harder to make bleed. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And then we get Ryuko, Dragon Lady, and he says, I think she would get a pass. She seems very kind and humble, and she shows her strengths as a hero during the Shizaki hideout raid, too. She doesn't do much, though. Yeah. Neither did much. Yeah, she kind of, like, crashes down at the end. So, like, eh? Mm. Again, when she's in her dragon form, she'd probably be pretty hard to make bleed again, like you said, with... um. Old Gimli. Yeah, but if you, if you can get the jump on her in human form, though, she might be less strong. So that could be a target because, like, she's just using her dragon form as, like, showing off or something. Like, at Stain's logic is so warped that yeah. I don't know how he would react to Ryuku. They're just heroes. They're doing their jobs. Chill. So, maybe. And he says it was all worth it to make the Stain versus Wash joke. And he thinks that the League of Villains would be priority targets for their part in All Might's retirement. Perhaps he would let his loyalists, Dabi, Toga, and Spinner, live. Though I wonder how he would react to Toga's eccentricity. So do you think, would he go after the League of Villains if he got out? I think if he got out, it would be it would 100% be related to All for One. And then he, he would feel allies to All for One after for helping him get out. Yeah, but I don't think he'd like All for One. Like, since he really do does like All Might, since All for One was the one who took him down, he might just intrinsically hate him. But then he might go off and, like, he'll, like, he's like, I don't like you guys, but I'm going to help, like, I'm going to, like, kind of run away, but I'll still help because I'm going to attack other heroes. So it's kind of, like, opposing the enemy of my enemy is my friend, but we're still enemies. Still, because Stain's um, ethical code is such a grey, bloody (laughs) mess, it's very hard to say how you would judge things because it doesn't seem like, like, do you know what I mean? The logic to it is very Mm. muddled. It feels like it could change on quite an easy whim. Yeah, like, I feel like he wouldn't like Toga because Toga, like, only cares about blood and like kind of like oh if I love this person I want to become them and Stain's more like help people be your own person and like he has his own like very strict standards and I don't know if Togo would meet those or neither would like Dabby too but Dabby's killed people and he seems very like torn about that but eh and Stain Spinner is just silly like I can't take Spinner seriously no I have, I have a soft spot for Spinner. I just like all the weirdos. He's just the lizard guy, and then he, like, makes a huge metal sword and then literally doesn't use it because he just gets, like, kicked by Deku. That's why I like him so much. 
he's just so weird. And then when we saw him out and he's just randomly walking about, even though he's shouldn't, he's so distinguishable. What a daring witch. Yes. And then PPS, I wonder how Stain would react to Overhaul. I imagine Overhaul's whole you're all sick shtick would probably make him an enemy of Stain, since he was quite fond of using his quirk to take down false heroes. I mean, it's hard to like Overhaul. He tortures mm-hmm. children. Yeah. So I feel like that would be a line for Stain too. Like Stain like holds back on fighting teenagers at least, so he'd probably yeah. take it like very personally. Attacks on children. And like Pardon? I hope he wouldn't befriend <laughs> a child tormentor. Yeah, and like I guess how he would feel about like quirks being evil or like being sick. Maybe because he might be like if you use your quirk for justice, it's good. He probably wouldn't like overhaul that much. No team ups for them. No. And that concludes. Thank you for sending it in. Uh, sorry, I don't agree with any of them because I feel <laughs> Stain would take them. Well, try and take them all out. And it's sorry, I'm, yeah. Fate, and sorry, I'm not the biggest Stain fan all the time. Because I'm just kind of about him. Ash, if you have any opinions on this and you would listen, tweet them at us. Or you can, well, maybe next week, if Ash is able to come on, he can voice some of his thoughts on Stain. Yeah. If he wants. I don't know. We can ask him. <laughs> and uh, that's all, folks. It's the end of the show. So now it's time to do the round out. I don't know why I'm doing a voice. <laughs> I'm Sophie. You can find me on Twitter at Chopper's Antlers. You can follow me on Twitter at Sniper of My Heart. The podcast is on Twitter at um, MHAPod. You can email us at myheropod at gmail.com. And we also have a website, www.mhapod.com. Woot. So send us your theories. Send us your complaints. Our only compliments. <laughs> and that's all, folks. So don't forget to... I need to think of a good one. Um... Clean up the leaf, dead leaves in your yard as you scream, Go Beyond! Plus, Plus Ultra! Ultra. This is my hero academia. Plus Ultra. Manga, anime, news, and more. Plus Ultra. On to the game. Yep. Do 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 do.